What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, my name is Caleb Rutherford, and I'm your host, and I am so grateful and appreciative of you being here and uh, taking a listen to this podcast as we are a part of the Scattered Abroad Network. As we say before the beginning of every single episode, if you wouldn't mind, go to scatteredabroad.org. You can find all of the podcasts that we offer and uh, all of the things that pertain to those. Also, if you would subscribe to our email list, we send out two emails every month, uh, one that uh, gives you some information about the network, and then the second one in the month is more article based and, and stuff like that. So if you want to receive those monthly, then certainly go to our website and sign up for that. Again, we're excited that you are with us today as we are in a continuation of uh, this this theme for our entire season, uh, that being transforming our worship. Obviously, obviously something very pertinent, um, extremely important for us to talk about as it pertains to our worship. Um, this is episode number four, and we just came out of uh, three episodes with Josh Cantrell as our guest. Uh, we're going to be doing guests all all season, all season long. You're going to be able to hear a conversation between myself and somebody that we decide to bring on. And today, to help us with episode four, and then also next week, episode five, um, we're going to be talking about worthy worship, and then next week, wicked worship. And to help us do that is Brother Ian Quinn. Ian, thanks so much for taking some time to be on the podcast, man. Of course. Thank you for having me. It's good to be back. Absolutely. Yeah. And Ian said it's good to be back. Um, if you are like a true OG fan of the show, like way long ago when the <laughs> podcast first started, um, Ian was a guest on the show and we did a series of lessons together. But that's been, I don't know, that's been probably what, two or three years? Five, maybe four years. <laughs> so, so it's been a long time. So obviously, <laughs> our lives have changed. We're in different places. Uh, if you remember Ian from way back then, thanks so much for continuing to stay with the podcast. Maybe this is your first introduction to Ian. And if it is, I'm going to let Ian take a couple of minutes just to introduce himself and kind of talk about some of the stuff that he does. Yeah. Um, thank you again. Thank you for, for having me. Um, Ian Quinn, I live in Gainesville, Georgia with my wife and son. Uh, my wife is Savannah and son Christopher. Uh, he's nine months old. We um, are expecting uh, another. So house is getting busier, <laughs> yeah, man. which is great. Um, I'm a, um, or we, we are members at the Beaufort Church of Christ in, in Georgia. Uh, I work as a, a sports medicine physician uh, here in Gainesville. That's awesome, man. So, yeah. Busy, great yes. family. <laughs> um, involved in the church there at Buford. I know um, you said you just got installed as a deacon. So that's awesome. Um, just, you know, getting more involved mm -hmm. and doing all kinds of stuff, man. You guys are uh, so, some great friends of ours. We we go back to our time in North Carolina when you were doing mm -hmm. some schooling there and mm -hmm. some training. And that's where we first, that was, and that was actually before you had gotten married, right? That's right. We <clears> met pre-marriage. Pre yeah. So, and then Kaylin and I had um, just gotten married, I guess. Um when all of that happened. So uh, we had an opportunity to kind of grow our friendships and relationships with one another. So it's been great to, to stay in touch and to still continue to be able to do things like this. And uh, just uh, just looking forward to kind of seeing how our families continue to grow and, and to strengthen right. relationships with one another. So I appreciate you taking some time in. Looking forward to our study, Transforming Our Worship. We're talking about worthy worship on this particular episode. And we've got some questions and some ideas we're going we're gonna to get into. Uh, but it's extremely important to understand worship. And, you know, I, like I said, I think in episode one, probably going to repeat ourselves in some of these episodes because the foundation of worship and what it is and who it is going towards is all the same and it never changes. And so we're probably going to be repetitive a little bit in some of the things that we say, and that's certainly okay. But I want to talk about this as we begin, Ian, talk a little bit about 
exactly what worship is and who it is that we are to worship, who is deserving of our worship in the first place? Yeah, great, great question. Um, for me, I I like to start with the with the basics. So um, I uh, I try to see, you know, what what is the the Greek? What's the original language yeah, say? Yeah, and from sure. what from what I was able to research, and and please <laughs> fill in because um, uh, I'm about to butcher this word. But, um, <laughs> the the word that I saw that was that was um, translated most into worship um, is was proskuneo mm-hmm. i think is the yeah. uh probably probably butchering that but um, <laughs> but the, but it means to be to to prostrate oneself to to literally lie flat in submission and, right. and bowing down and when you think of bowing down or or lying prostrate um you would you would you would do this to someone that is worthy that is truly worthy of of that and we you know, serve a God that's all powerful, that's all knowing, uh, ever present. I mean, there's so many um, features of God that are amazing and all inspiring. But, you know, I don't know that those are necessarily make him worthy of worship. But I do think God's goodness and his love and his his greatness towards us um, are absolutely worthy of our our worship and adoration and praise. And yeah, absolutely. A few verses that that came to mind for me, Psalm 95, verse 6. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let mm-hmm. us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Right. You know, he created us. Right. Um, Hebrews 12, 28. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer God, offer to God worship, uh, acceptable worship with reverence and all. We, we've received a kingdom um, that cannot be shaken and will last forever. That is... That is so good. Um, Psalm 63, uh, three and four, because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I, so I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. Um, here we see we worship because of his steadfast love towards us. Um, and we see that mo- made most manifest through through his son and his right. sacrifice for us. Right. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. <clears throat> it is it's it's important obviously to understand to try to understand who it is that we're worshiping um because that helps you in your worship, right? Instead of just worshiping mm-hmm. aimlessly or wondering what, you know, why are we doing this? Who is receiving it? But understanding that it is God that we worship, the only one who is deserving of our worship and our praise and our adoration. And we talk about, and you mentioned this, uh, you know, God is our creator. He is our sustainer. He is our savior. Um, and mm-hmm. he has completely, you know, encompassed every single facet that we could ever need to be covered in our lives. God has he is there. He has helped us and he is allowing us to be, um, you know, who we need to be. Um, and as, right. it, as it pertains to our worship, um, he's, he's the only one who deserves any kind of uh, glory, uh, worship, or praise. So I think that's, a, that's extremely important. Anything else you wanted to add on that one? No, that's, yeah. So, okay, good deal. Um, so let's talk about this one. What does, what does true worthy worship look like? Because that's what we're talking about this, this entire uh, episode, the idea of worthy worship. And we're going to get to the negative aspect of this um, next week. But what does true worthy worship look like? Yeah, the um, the passage that when I read this question, the passage that came to my mind was John four, right? Um, and um, the the woman at the well, 
And um, if I could read that real quick, yeah, John 4, um, 21 through 24, Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who wor who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And to me, we're seeing this uh, juxtaposition here of 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 the Samaritans who maybe were worshiping with spirit, but not in truth. And right. then we've got the Jews that were worshiping in kind of the truth, but maybe had lost some of the spirit of yeah. what they were supposed to be doing. And so worship that is worthy. It has to be both of these things. We right. can't be um, kind of all, uh, all spirit and just, uh, going where we will, <laughs> where, right. where we want, <laughs> right. um, in, in the name of kind of our, our spirit or emotions. We also can't on the other side, just totally neglect the heart of the matter and be so kind of, uh, legalistic maybe, mm -hmm. um, on the other side. And so, um, uh, yeah, stuck and dogmatic in, in our ways in that way. Yeah. So I think it, it, it is this combination and these are the people that God is seeking. I think that's an interesting word. Yeah. God is or an interesting phrase. Um, that the Father is seeking such people to worship Him, mm -hmm. the people that are able to combine these factors, um, I think is is um, is vital. I think that's that is what worthy worship is: combining those two elements. Right. Yeah. There's there's a happy medium in this, right, where you're mm -hmm. able to take both and combine. And I, you know, something that you've probably noticed, you know, from from traveling around and and being able to worship with different congregations and stuff. I mean, you come across congregations who generally, you know, more so in on the church, the true church, you know, sound churches side of it. A lot of times there is the true worship. Um, they're worshiping in truth, but without the spirit, right? Mm -hmm. the, the no, there's no enthusiasm, no energy in their worship. It's kind of like they're just in a rut and they're just mm -hmm. doing it. Uh, but then you kind of flip that and maybe perhaps the more, um, you know, you think about, you know, other religions or denominations that are out there, they have the spirit, man, they've, they've got the fire, the zeal, you know, they're, they're energetic and enthusiastic about it. But the things that they do, there's no truth behind it, right? There's nothing that, um, that, 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 you know, they can't give the book chapter and verse as to why they do the things that they do. Um, and so there's right. a very fine line in that you have to be able to have both. And that's what you're talking about, you know? Um, and it's interesting the the command, right? God says those who worship him must worship. This is something that yeah. will not be accepted. You know, your worship won't go past the roof if you don't have both of these aspects. And so congregations, uh, elders need to work very hard on this and kind of setting the tone. Um, your, your leaders in worship need to need to be conscious of that in that, you know, you need to do it in truth. Yes, but make sure you have the right attitudes. And I think it reflects a lot, you know, in, in our singing. Now, our singing mm -hmm. a lot of times is not what it should be. Um, because a lot of times we don't have the spirit, right? You're not, your That's mind's right. not where it needs to be. Um, and I think that kind of goes into our next point that we're going to talk about, that of the attitude, right? Does our attitude have anything to do with our worship? Does it affect the way that we worship? What would you say to that? Um, 
absolutely, right. I think our attitude goes into this. And I, I do think kind of going back to that last passage a little bit, you know, we see that spirit and truth. And I don't know, you know, because it, it ends with um, God is spirit. And those right. who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And so I don't know that simply spirit there um, is an analog for um, emotion or attitude. Sometimes we use it that way. Like, right. oh, it's it's got to be in the right emotion. And I, I do think that that is part of it. Um, but I think it kind of, in a, in a way, maybe transcends that. It's, right. it's, it's, it's worship is something that is... Uh, beyond just the physical act it is it is spiritual in a sense um and it's something that's holy it's set apart um and so yeah but i i do think included in that sense of worshiping in spirit is kind of the attitude and the, the approach the you know our, our thought in, in doing so and we can see from that greek word we talked about originally you know um inherent in that you know being able to bow yourself down and be prostrate is having the right attitude yeah. you know um if if you don't have that humble um grateful um attitude realizing what god has through his love and through his son and his grace has done for us that we did not deserve and, yeah. and so i think that is if you don't have the attitude right you really you know you're not really getting into what worship really should be. Right. Right. And I, I would even, you know, you go as far as saying, I mean, the worship, your worship with the wrong attitude is something is not something that God's going to accept. Right. So mm -hmm. um, in some sense, you're kind of just sitting there, you're going through the motions, but nothing is really, nothing's happening. Um, and I, you know, you go back to this, to thinking, why, why do we have so many, you know, ways of worship, you know, quote unquote, that are out there? Why is that? Well, it's because people have ultimately, taken something that was sacred and holy and meant to be, you know, pushed to God in the way that he wanted it to. And they've said, this is not the way that I want to worship. So I am going to try to find something better. And so yeah. you then begin to switch, you know, the, the aim of the worship. Now we've talked about this already um, in an earlier episode. Um, but the idea of, of, you know, our worship is supposed to be aimed at God. But when you yeah. begin to change things, you know, you're, you're taking right. the aim off of God and really putting it on yourself because you're saying, this is what I want, right? This is, this is what I think is going to, to do well and to make me happy. Um, and so I think it's extremely important to remember who it is that we're worshiping because when we do that, you know, if we, we begin to have the right kind of attitude about it. That's right. No, I think that's insightful. And, you know, it's with the new covenant, you know, that we're under it, it, you know, I think in some ways that early covenant was like, oh yeah, you know, the, the old Testament, you know, it was okay. I got to do, you know, it was kind of lists. It's like, I got to do these sacrifices. I got to be involved in these feasts and, and so on and so forth. It was very, um, it was kind of outward, uh, in a sense. And I can see how, um, you know, at times it could be, um, you know, having the attitude right could be when you're doing these rituals kind of time and time again, and, and they're very physical and outward, um, you know, could, could get easy to do just kind of getting in the flow of things. But, you know, for us, we are under this law of grace now, you know, and, and we do have, we'll talk about in a little bit, you know, the different acts of worship, but, right. you know, this is, um, 
we're under this law of grace. And so the attitude has to be there. That's, that was the whole point of, of all of this is to bring us into that relationship and, and appropriate um, attitude with him. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And you mentioned, you know, the acts of worship, and we're going to round this episode out by talking about this. Do we, you know, we talk about the idea of worship and the acts of worship. Do we really have to follow all of them? Because, you know, you think every, every religion out there, I'm sure, you know, prayer is involved in those things. And obviously prayer is involved in our worship, but is that something that we really have to follow as it pertains to every act of worship that we find in the new Testament? Um, yes. You know, I, I think, um, you know, a couple, you know, simple questions of, well, you know, who, who as you already alluded to, who, who is worship about, right. You know, worship is about God. And so, um, you know, I don't go to, to his party and do what I want to do. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if it's, if it's somebody's birthday party, I'm going to do what they want to do. Right. You know, That's exactly I, you know? Right. um, and so, uh, um, so when we, when we come into worship, we're doing what, what is pleasing to him. Right. And he has set those terms and, and we know from scripture, from the, you know, what was being practiced by the first century church, we can say, this is pleasing to God. And when we kind of stray from those boundaries, um, we're either wandering into things we know that <laughs> know that he doesn't want, or we're just, we're kind of making things up rather than sticking to the, the, the tried and true method that we know is, is pleasing and holy and acceptable, um, to God. So yes, I, I absolutely think, um, following that structure we have in scripture is so important to, um, to maintain the the attitude and the spirit right. while also maintaining the the truth right. of the worship. Right. You think about a kid who goes who gets sent to the grocery store to pick up, you know, these, you know, five things and if they only come back with four, you know, parents would be like, what do you do? You know, why didn't yeah. you do it? You know, and again, kind of, you know, your birthday party illustration, you what we're doing you have to remember why we're doing it and who we are aiming this towards. And when you remember that, right. it completely changes your mindset, right, of why you're there in the first place. Um, and so, again, just an understanding that God is the one who created us. He's the one who has allowed us an opportunity at salvation. When he, what he says is what is what goes, right? And I've heard somebody mm -hmm. said once, it's his universe, so it's his rules. Because this really... Um, pertains to every single aspect of our lives, not even just worship, right? But when it comes to salvation or when it comes to, you know, how sure. you live your life and the way you conduct your life, this is how it, this is how it is for every single aspect. Um, and when we remember that, then, you know, we begin to live our lives in a well-pleasing manner to God. And it, it just makes it so much easier. Um, that's something that, you know, we have, I've alluded to on, uh, you know, episodes before, if we would just simply go back to the Bible and see what God has commanded us to do, then it would just make our life so much easier. Um, we wouldn't have to try to worry about all these other things, you know, that are out there. So appreciate your discussion and your thoughts, man, on this episode. Looking forward uh, to next episode uh, with you as well, man. Thanks for being on. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Again, looking forward to next week as we uh, close out this part one of part two um, on Wicked and Worthy Worship with Ian Quinn. Again, thankful for him being on the podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, go to scatteredbroad.org. Find uh, all of the information there about my podcast, but also all the other podcasts that we have out. Um, and certainly you can you can get all the information you need to there. Also, whatever platform it is that you use, please give us a rating or review. And that certainly would be helpful to us and our exposure um, on all of these platforms. So please just keep that in mind. Again, thank you so much for being with us. Looking forward to being with you next week. And until then, may God bless.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.